what is going on this is your man el jamal coming through with another edition of never out of bounds this is of course the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts today i got that top 10 list for you for my worst republican slash conservative cities in america today uh i was supposed to put this out last night but uh over the course of yesterday at work i actually got a migraine so that was not going to happen but here i am of course why am i doing this well um too many places i hear everything and well everything about uh liberal series uh, liberal cities and states all type of tropes oh there's crime oh there's poverty so on and so forth with this list here i wanted to break those stereotypes or maybe have you questioned those things just a little bit more uh this is like like i said in the title this are, are the top 10 worst uh republican slash conservative ran cities in the nation well how did i come up with this uh i basically i did a lot of oh, i went to area vibes and neighborhoodscouts.com uh they take crime rankings school ratings uh housing and affordability rankings so on and so forth oh and employment rankings as well and they all put them together for the state uh list i I went to the U.S. Best News best, uh, list of best 50 states, so it was pr it's not too hard. Per se. It wasn't too hard per se, but I definitely went in for livability. Like I said, I, I ranked things, rank things such as employment as well. And on top of that, I would actually to get some more context behind everything. I would actually look certain articles up about certain cities, whether if a city was a known crime city, I would look up certain cases there, what's going on, what type of stuff to look for. <clears throat> also, if it's a uh, extremely uh, po you know, poverty-stricken city, we'll, we'll be talking about, I'll be talking about a little bit where that's affected at. So we're gonna talk about a, a couple different things, but again, it was to break down those barriers, of course, this is this all over the country, not just in liberal cities, uh, not just in the cities such as Oakland or, or Chicago. There's high crime rates in these in these rural or Republican cities as well, whether it be rural or urban. There's some urban Republican cities. There's some rural ones, just as just as much as their Democratic cities. But none of these all these things still exist. And because guess what? The American people for by and large have been manipulated by the elite classes regardless of party let's just keep it real here we're gonna break this list down and hopefully i can uh get you guys to open up a little bit and maybe you know look into some things a little bit more me myself as far as where i stand i don't consider myself either at this point in time i'm personally i'm an independent voter and i consider myself a centrist i i you know there's some very liberal causes that i you know uh, lean towards and I'm for, uh, but there's some things that I definitely question uh, about what they do and what they're all about. Same thing with the conservatives as well. There's some certain things that I agree with, but overall, especially with the guy who's president right now, I'm just going to be honest, I'm not necessarily a fan. But let's get right into it, of course. Uh, we're going to start off with number 10 here. And this is a city you may or may not heard of because, of course, this is from a state you probably heard of, but it's not necessarily a state you talk about all the time. Uh, so coming at number 10, we have Kerr Delane, Idaho. Now, this one is, like I said, when I heard first heard of this place, I was reading a random article about some some drugs, some marijuana, you know, dope, some marijuana dealers, you know, supposed to be real tough out there. They weren't necessarily tough, but they just made a whole bunch of money. That was the only thing I could ever remember coming from Curtin Lane at any point in time, and that was at least in the early 2000s. So, I mean, again, it's 
It's uh, dry. It's definitely out there in the mountains in Idaho. Uh, one of the more populous cities, though, at 51,000, over 51,000 people there. So uh, pretty populous. I believe the livability grade was about a 67, according to uh uh, sorry, areavibes.com, something like that. Uh, but let's break it down. Uh, let's break the city down a little bit. Uh, in terms of cost of living, it's at a C, a C plus, and actually a C for housing. So a lot of stuff available. I'll say, in terms of housing, uh, the it's cheap to buy a home, but the value, the resale value, of course, that stuff is down because you have stuff like low employment, crime, which we'll break at, break down in just a second. And in terms of cost of living, you're getting a C plus as well. So you're probably better off maybe living in another in a different town, or if you're looking to go there. Again, it's a C plus in cost of living, meaning you can probably again you can probably do better elsewhere. In terms of employment, Curtis Lane uh, ranks at a D with a medium house, uh, household income that is 11% lower than the national average and an unemployment rate at 5.2%. So again, significantly high unemployment rate. You're not bringing a whole lot, lot of money home. Again, nationally, the federal minimum wage is only so much anyway, so nobody is bringing a whole lot of stuff home. But relative to the rest of the nation, you're not bringing a whole lot of money home. Uh, and also, the property rate is significantly high. We're looking at a, a percentage of 15.6%. So again, and, and part of the reason why I'm doing this list is because, again, when you hear you know, the main media, and I say by, when I say the main media, is what I mean the main uh, the mainstream news outlets. I know the Republicans and I know the conservatives will sit there and tell you whatever the Democrats dominate or whatever, you know, the CNBCs or whatever have you, the CNNs, those are all mainstream media, but Fox News is as well, is, is mainstream as well. And what they're telling you in their mainstream line is they're not telling you any of this. They're not going to tell you that there's almost 60% of people living in poverty in the, Rep in the Republican in a Republican state. They're not going to tell you that again, but they're going to, but you'll hear it even on liberal news. You'll see them do, talk about the plight of homelessness in Berkeley, California. They talk about the crime going on in Oakland. So that's, I'm just pointing out there. As far as schools are concerned here in the city, uh, they rank at about a C plus. Actually, the test scores are not so bad. They're actually a little bit above the national average at 52%. The problem here, there is a low high school graduation rate and also a low percentage of people who've even completed any amount of college as well. So with no, no further of education of course I'm I've become a, 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 a witness to this in my own personal life with uh, certain you know uh, accreditations you do get somewhat of a lower wage and you kind of got to go hustle in other means so I that's that's what you see here again the, the testing the, the testing as far as the schools go that's fine there's a pretty decent student teacher teacher ratio but again no one is going to the, the higher levels as far as post-secondary and again they're they're not at it their their city is not putting out an average level of high school graduates so again it kind of reinforces the low wages and probably even the low unemployment as well uh, as far as crime here is concerned they rank at a c minus they have a crime index of 21 which means they are only this city is only safer than 21 percent of the other 21 percent of cities in this country there's a 3.85 uh, berkeley rate uh now and they also have a theft rate of 17.78 what so what that means is they're breaking in your stuff and they or they're taking your stuff 
again, these crimes are not necessarily always talked about. These crimes, I guess, are not, you know, again, uh, don't get me wrong, murder, you know, it does happen in, in big cities and whatever, whatever have you. But again, you still have property crime and extreme rates in these cities. You still have certain violent crimes like assault. You might not have murder, but you will have violent assaults at a high at a high rate in these cities. And no one's talking about them. just again, just saying this is real. They have a property crime rate of 22.54. You have a one in 44 chance of being a um, a victim and this is the, the, the national average here is 16.35 so again the property crime rate even if just a small idaho city in the middle of nowhere is is significantly higher than the national average again the crime rate the overall crime rate in Curtin lane is 40 percent higher than anywhere else in the state so now this is that's this is coming from a town that sounds like cheese curds Curtin lane the fuck it sounds boring but again stuff goes down uh, there was a legit uh, there's a movie I forget what it was called I saw it a few years back and it's pretty good actually a year or so back and it's a really good movie and it was referring to that article that I mentioned earlier that I read when I was younger there was some big time uh, so I guess medium time uh, you know pot dealer out there and they you know they had amassed some you know wealth or you know some money and there was some you know rival crews so there was even some you know low-key violence and so so even there you know even in those backwoods you can't you can't you know look take a book you know you gotta look deeper and again you'll find out just how just how crazy small town America can be. But let's move on to number nine, another, uh, well, a little bit of a bigger city here. We're gonna move up to uh, Spokane, Washington, which is basically Kerr Delane's neighbor if you look at the maps. Uh, now, Spokane, Washington has a population of over 212,000 people. As far as their uh, government and their politics are concerned, uh, they are represented by re uh, Republicans in the city government and also as well as the state Congress uh, and I believe the Senate as well. And in 2012 and 2016, they both <clears throat> in both of those years, uh, people voted Republican. So, again, far right leaning state, you know, in the middle of well, not necessarily in the middle of a blue state uh necessarily because washington is kind of split between seattle and the western half of the state i believe in the eastern half of the state is pretty much conservative so they're within a red sea uh but they're in a somewhat of a swing state on top of that but uh this uh this city here in particular does rate a little bit higher in terms of cost of living and in terms of general housing uh spokane ranks at a b minus in terms of cost of living and a c plus in terms of housing so you can uh i mean of course housing is affordable but we're talking you know i guess you know there's other factors that are there's factors that are bringing down that price again we have a higher property rate schools aren't that good so let's break it down for employment in this city uh, they have an income per capita that is 25,362 bucks which is 23% lower than the washington average and also 15% lower than the national average as far as a median a median household income we're looking at 43k uh, a little bit over 43k which is 30% lower than the state average and also 27% lower than the national average than the national average so again not only are you getting paid and paid less uh, when you're living here as opposed to just living in living in the country uh the rest of the country but in terms of just the state average as well uh you're getting paid significantly less so there so so when they tell you unemployment rates are low 
unemployment rates are, especially amongst blacks and Latinos and just in people in general are low. Well, think about it by think about it like this. The median household in a lot of these different places are lower than their state average and the national average. So what does it mean to say that what does it mean to say that? Yes, I have a job, but you're making 23 percent less than the people in your state. Just saying. And that's income per capita. Okay, so there you go. They have an unemployment rate a, a rate here of almost 5%. Uh, they also have a poverty rate that is 20%, and that's 30% higher than the national average. Again, they're not telling you this on Fox News, are they? Do they, do they, do they, do they but they show you the 10 cities in California, but they don't show you the poverty that's in Spokane, Washington. And that's who, that's who their base is, right? I'm just, mm, just saying. I, I, I just, I didn't come, I, hey. I just came up with the concept of doing this per se. I didn't make these stats. It's real. And your peoples don't talk about you. They don't they don't care about you enough, guys. I'm just uh, calling it like I see it. As far as schools are concerned, here in Spokane, they rate at a C minus. Uh, now 57 point, actually 60%, let's just say 60% of the kids here, we're gonna round it up, 60, uh, 60 actually, 58, 58% of the kids here are economically disadvantaged with 50% receiving free lunches and 10% receiving reduced fee lunches. So again, they can't afford to eat. They can't afford probably to go to school in a lot of cases. And in, a lot, and in some cases, uh, you're seeing that uh, what I, I'm seeing is the spending is significantly down in the cities as well, meaning they don't spend as much for supplies. They're not spending enough for, you know, just materials. They probably can't afford it. It's a cash wrapped city. But again, that's not what the, the other side is telling us, right? That's not what they're telling you from the conservatives and the straight conservative side. They're not telling you, oh, well, there's cities where they're just, there's four, there's 50% kids receiving free lunch, but they'll tell you all day about how Baltimore is a shithole. Spokane sounds like a shithole to me. Does it sound like a shithole to you? We gotta go on. We still haven't broken down the crime in this city. Uh, the crime index here in Spokane is one. So that means there's, it's only safer than 1% of the cities in this country. Again, this is where, you know, thing people don't, you know, may, maybe it doesn't come into people's, you know, vision. They don't, they don't really see it. Well, again, uh, there's violent, there's violent crime. And again, and, and murder is a part of violent crime. But again, not everything has to be a murder to be a violent crime. There were four, there's 408 assaults per 100,000 people in the city, and there's also 627 violent crimes for every 100,000 people in the city. And mind you, there's just 200k. You do the math. Okay, there are 105 robberies per 100k, and also 109 rapes per 100,000 people. Hmm. Okay, 73.72.3 uh, property crime rate. You have a one in 14 chance of being a, a victim, having your stuff broken into, having your stuff stolen. There's a 10.23 burglary rate. The national average is 4.3, and the theft rate is 59, 59%. Actually, 54. Excuse me. And the national average is what? Six, 17%. Come on, this is. I thought Baltimore was crazy. I, it is, mind you. But I'm just saying, so is Spokane. Don't forget. Remember, remember where you heard it first. And there's also 234 crimes per square mile. Come on now. 234 crimes per square mile. Come on. That sounds like a hellhole to me. 
I'm just saying. I, I'm just, I just calling it like I see it. Um, all right, so next up, we got a number eight, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, of course, is, uh, I believe it's, no, it's not the capital of Kansas. My bad, the capital city of Kansas. But it has a population of over 380,000 people. It does have a livability score of 62. Uh, part of that being the housing being rated at a D. They also have a cost of living, though, that is a B minus. So you can't afford to live there for the most part. Uh, but, uh, but housing uh, is a little bit pricey and or it's just not uh, what's valuable or you know home sale value and all that you know that you know all that jazz because of course they have an employment rating of a d plus again that's supposed to be the conservative model putting people to work lazy liberals remember antifa again d plus in employment median income per capita is 14 percent lower than the national average at 25,668 bucks Median household income is 15% lower than the national average as well at 46,775 bucks. There you go. There is a pay gap. Definitely. Uh, men get paid uh, about three, dollars uh, $35,619 yearly and women uh, receive pay of 23,375 bucks yearly. So there's definitely a pay gap, pay gap here in Wichita, Kansas. Pay gaps do exist. Yes, we're telling you guys. I've been telling you this. This stuff exists. This is not hocus pocus. Because remember, wages have to be reported. Oh. Okay, anyways, we have a poverty level here of 17%. That is significantly high. We have the schools here that are rated an F. We have the average test scores of 29%. And an 83% high school graduation rate, which is lower uh, than the uh, lower than the national average as well, just slightly though, not not significantly, honestly. Uh, but the crime here is rated an F. They have 1,022 violent crimes per 100,000 people. Again, I thought I thought the inner cities, quote unquote, you know what I mean here. You, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying here. And I'm telling you, look at look at the demographics for a lot of these cities. It'll blow your mind. The exception of a couple cities here, it'll blow your mind. I just there's a few cities here um, that are pretty diverse, but some of these cities are really not. You'd be surprised. You you'd be surprised. Please, I I commend people, I encourage people, please read things. Do do you know look look up cities. Just just have just have fun with it. Look up demo look up numbers look up things like demographics and city politics you'll find out a lot you'll find a lot and since some things you'll look up they'll just tell you things that you never thought you knew i'm just telling you it's a whole world out there where you just research anyways uh the crime index here in wichita kansas is two meaning it's only safer than two percent of the cities in this country again we are talking conservative strong values we uphold the community law and order Yes, yet you have a crime index of two. Two. Mm. I can't I can't stress this enough. Why are we stressing conservative liberal when they're all violent and crazy? They obviously don't go to school. What are we saying here? The stereotypes is this the same way? I'm just saying <clears throat> there are 157 crimes in this city per square mile. I don't think that's a big city, but I could be wrong. The burglary rate here is 8.4 and the national average is just four. So you're gonna get your house or your stuff broken into. It's just that simple. 
But again, they don't talk about this stuff. I don't. I don't understand it. I do not understand it. All right, y'all. I'm going to keep this list going in just a little bit, but I am going to take a quick break. The rest of these notes together. I will be right back, y'all. Alright y'all, I am back. So let's get back to this list and coming in at number 7 we have Carson City, Nevada which has a population of just under 200,000. Uh, now it does have a Democratic mayor with Bob Kroll, however the city usually votes Republican in federal and state elections. For example, the Senator, the Assemblyman and also the U.S. Representative of Carson City is all Republican. Again, this is where the uh, the this is the state capital, so this is where the you know the government takes place pretty much. So again, I believe the governor for the state is uh, Republican, if not if I'm not mistaken as well. Like I said, the U.S. representative for this uh, for this area, also the senator and the assemblyman are all Republican. In 2016, the city will vote 52 uh, 52 and a half percent to 38.4 in favor of Donald Trump in the presidential election. So there you go. It's a little bit deceiving here. And that's a little bit why they're on the lower end of this, uh, this list as well. In terms of cost of living and housing, uh, they do rate at a cost. They do rate at a D plus in cost of living. They rate at a B minus uh, in terms of housing. Uh, now, the cost of rent of rent of retail goods, excuse me, is 13% higher than the national average though. So buying things also retail goods services also as well. That's a little bit uh, higher than the national average. I believe groceries are slightly higher than the national average as well. So you are paying in certain ways. However, housing is not one of them. But with that being said, employment is given the ranking of D. Uh, they have an income per capita of $26,553. And the median household income is $47,948, which is 13% lower than the national average. They also have an unemployment rate of 6%, and they also have a, a poverty level of 17% as well. Um, now, this city here... Um, Again, nobody, you know, again, it doesn't get a lot of, well, obviously people don't talk about it a lot. Again, this is a, this is not Las Vegas or Reno. So again, not a lot of stuff goes, goes down here, but it also ranks pretty significantly low in crime as well at a D. Uh, they do have a crime index of 33 as well. So again, um, and as far as the schools go, yeah, as far as the schools uh, schools go, Carson City ranks at a D plus. They have a high school completion percentage of 81 percent, which is a little bit lower than the national average of 84 uh, percent. Now, 50 percent of the kids uh, within the state, well, with, sorry, within the city, are economically disenfranchised, with 45 percent of the kids receiving free lunches and also six receiving uh, reduced fee lunches. So again, uh, there is some poverty there as well. And again, it's not being addressed. It's not, uh, you know, third or 20 well it's not 20 percent uh just yet but it's very close to it and that's a significant amount of people and again I'm, I'm it just shocks me how uh none of these things are you know ever addressed again in terms of crime uh there's 634 violent crimes per 100,000 people again we're talking about carson city nevada this is not las vegas again this is not reno one of the gambling towns where you figure you know things would go down that way but it's not it's uh it's you know pretty much low-key i want to say in the middle of the state you know just just there so again for them to have a significant crime rate like this 
to me is just is it, well you I don't think you would really think about it I don't think people really uh, put those things in mind or these cities in mind I, I guess they think a whole they have a whole idea when they, when they think of crime I think they think of a, a certain demographic of people honestly and it, and it just shocks me it doesn't shock me per se because I've I mean I've seen trailer parks I've seen that type of element before so it's not like I ha- or I've, I've seen the tent cities here in California there's plenty of white people there that you know, as much as there are black people there, but I think till this day, I, I believe that there's some sort of some some sort of uh, demographic that people choose uh, to put on crime, and they want to put a certain face on crime, as if crime is happening uh, with just one certain type of one, in one certain city or uh, one for one certain group of people. And obviously, what these stats show you is that that's not the case. They're living just as much in poverty as we are. They attend shitty schools just as often as we do. Uh, so again, I, I don't see who's superior. I don't see you know what, you know in terms of Republican and, and Democrat. I, to be honest. I don't really see, if you're looking at the stats here, I don't, I honestly don't see differences in all, in all reality. So again, I, I'm not too sure, you know, and again, I, I guess it comes down to what you would call, you know, that's what the media projects, you know, it's all what the media says, because you don't hear this on Fox News. You're not going to actually, you don't hear too much of this anywhere. Again, they, they're talking about, when you hear about urban decay, you're talking about urban blight. They're always talking about, you know, Cleveland or they're talking about uh, somewhere like Detroit again none of these cities here are mentioned maybe they're not huge cities but again this is this is the America that claims that they were forgotten about and again I, I don't see where you know where they've been accounted for by these by the same group as well it looks to me as though the conservatives have left these people kind of high and dry just as much as they claim the liberals have so I think that's what you have here. At number six, let's move on. We have Frankfort, Kentucky. Again, this is another capital city here. This is the capital city of Kentucky. Uh, the county is strictly votes Republican. They have a nonpartisan mayor, however, in the city and the state uh, government is pretty much all Republican as well. Uh, let's break this city down here. In, cur- in terms of cost of living and housing, uh, of course, we split that here. In terms of cost of living, they're rated at a B, but in housing, they have a D minus. In employment, they rank at a D. With an income per capita of 20, just over 25,000. Uh, that is higher than the Kentucky average by 16%, but it's also lower than the national average as well. Uh, they have a median income household, uh, median household income, excuse me, of 43,000, uh, over 43,000 bucks, which is 20% lower than the national average. And they do have an unemployment rate of 5%. And that un- uh, unemployment, sorry, they have an unemployment rate of 5% property level here is 20%, which is actually 32% higher than the national average. Again, no one is mentioning this. In terms of school, they uh, schools, they rank at a D minus. Uh, the best school is rated at a 60%. Now, 80% of kids go on to graduate, just 80% of kids just go on to graduate eighth grade and 78% uh, go on to ca- uh, graduate high school. And another just and another 56% go on just to complete a little bit of college. So again, uh, the school system here uh, is failing. People are not going to the next level. And again, it's affecting their income per capita. Again, no one's going to college. Nobody feels the need to complete it, obviously. Uh, nobody's finishing high school. And, and the poverty level here is high. Hmm, I wonder. 
I wonder, I wonder. Uh, in terms of crime, again, they rank very low here. They rank at a D. They have a 357 violent crimes per 100K, and that's 58% uh, higher than the state average. They also, they have a crime rate, overall crime rate of 36%, which is again higher than the national average. And they have 697 burglaries, burglaries, excuse me, per, one and per 100K. And check this out, 2,000 uh, 559 thefts for 100,000 people. So again, they're still in. They're still in Frankfurt. They're gonna take your stuff. Keep an eye on everything. I, man, <laughs> keep your eye on everything. That's all I'm gonna say here. We're gonna move on. Oh, actually, uh, one more thing here. They have a property. Uh, they have a. They have property thefts here. Uh, 307. Uh, 307 property thefts per 100,000. Again, and that property crime rate that is 42% higher than the national average. So again, keep your eye on your stuff in Frankfort, Kentucky. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I got for you. Let's move on to number five, where we have Fairbanks, Alaska. We took another trip, taking another trip up to the Great White North here. Population 32,578. Of course, they have a nonpartisan. Uh, they have a nonpartisan mayor, uh, but they primarily vote Republican in the state and the federal elections. And they have Republican state senators. They have a Republican state senator, excuse me. And they have two Republican state state representatives. Now let's break this state. Uh, let's break, break this city down here. In Fairbanks, Alaska, the cost of living is rated at an F, and also housing is rated as an F as well. The cost of living is fair in Fairbanks is 31% higher than the national average, and the prices of goods and services are 21% higher than the national average. I think a lot of that is because of travel and having to ship all that stuff there. That's what leads into that. That's what you gotta. That's what you gotta take into account when you want the isolation or you want the great pastures of open frontier land. I, I don't think it's worth it for me. I'm too far away, and then therefore you have to pay some more. And I don't like to pay. I'm too cheap in those regards. Um, let's break down the employment here. It is a D. They have an income per capita of twenty-seven thousand seven hundred and forty-two, and they also have a median income household. I believe somewhere above. Uh, I think it's actually a, it's actually significantly high. I want to say it's around uh, fifty or sixty thousand. I can't. I don't have the number on top of my head. However, the unemployment rate is one of the highest in the nation at six percent. And they do have a. But the thing about it here is they don't have a significantly high poverty rate. It's only twelve percent. Uh, as far as the schools are concerned, though, they are rated an F. Their highest rated school was fifty six. Their average test scores are thirty five percent, which is twenty nine percent lower than the national average. As far as crime, their index is a four which means they are only safer than four cities in this nation so again a very staunch conservative city that's republican again ranks very poorly when it comes to crime again that was supposed to be their antithesis again that's what they tell you and it's not again they'll tell you all the crime is rampant in the urban areas obviously it's not there are 622 violent crimes per 100,000 people in fairbanks alaska and guess what there's only 32,000 people there there you go, significantly high. The property crime rate here is 49.77%. Uh, and again, this is another place. Again, this is Alaska. It's just fair warning. If you, this is triggering to you, and you don't want to listen to this part here, but Alaska and the areas around there, the main cities around there, they rank very high in rape. At one point in time, uh, Fairbanks ranked as the third, uh, uns the third most dangerous city for women. Uh, this was a few years back, of course. Uh, again, I, I guess things have gotten better, but at forcible rapes 
are still, I believe in the hundreds, uh, per 100,000 people, they're still in the hundreds. If not, I uh, believe in the 90s, something like that, but they are at a significantly high rate and you gotta think about it, this is a population of just 32,000 people. So uh, this is a this is this is a problem here, and it's been a problem here. And part of it is because again, it is a frontier state. You don't have so many eyes on you, kind of off to do what you can do. And if you can get away with it, you can. There's a lot of murders that go unsolved. Again, I'm not saying the murder the number of murders is significantly high, but it's easier to pull it off again. So because you have so much open space. And as far as the economy goes, there is some things that that are that are crumbling there. Uh, as far as their infrastructure many departments were closed over the course of a few years so it started to affect things like roads and roadside assistance so there's a lot of things that need to be uh worked out there not just in a, a fairbanks but really across the state board as well that state as i mean it makes it generates some money because of the oil and because of the energy industries but again it's just another another example again of, of haves and haves not people don't see it and people don't talk about it because again i guess maybe it's complexion maybe it's perception because of that complexion but again these cities have the same problems believe it or not you can you can sit here and argue there's no reason to do it uh let's move on to number four we have we're going up to colorado Pueblo, Pueblo, Colorado, to be exact. They have a population of just over 108,000. Again, this is another city where they have a non-party, non-partisan, excuse me, mayor-council type situation. But they are represented by Republican Scott Tipton in, Col in Colorado's third congressional district in Congress. So, again, they they might. I mean, again. They, on the surface, you, you can't kind of tell, but when, in certain cases, when you don't, when they don't really tell, because again, there's a lot of cities and counties, whatever, that won't have a partisan, you know, head, you know, or partisan departments, meaning Republican, Democrat, whatever. So a lot of times you got to look a little bit deeper and, and, and um, look deeper into who is their congressional representation or who is their state representation, who is their senators in terms of the state or the government or the, you know, federal government. So you got to, you got to just expand a little bit because it might not give it all away and you also got to follow voting patterns as well so as much as as much as some of these cities now some of these cities may even have a democratic governor at the time being but again they usually within that county within in within most elections they're voting for a, a republican president or republican governor so there you go with that as well uh but as far as cost of living and housing goes in pueblo the cost of living is a b housing ranks at about a c uh the cost of living index is 86 percent which is lower than the national average so again it is a very affordable to live out there however uh, you're going to need to have a job because uh, again the employment ranks at an f and the income per capita is twenty thousand over just over twenty twenty thousand dollars and it is 39 percent lower than just the state average at 39 at thirty three thousand two hundred and ten dollars as far as the median household income we're looking at thirty five thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars which is forty three percent lower than the state average and 35% lower than the national average. As far as unemployment goes, they are at 6% with a 20, which is 28% higher than the national average. And their poverty level is, check this out, 25%. Wow. That's a shithole. Again, it, it might sound rude, but well, if you didn't, if it didn't bug you to hear it about Baltimore, it shouldn't bug you to hear it about Spokane, Washington, or Pueblo, Colorado. It's a shithole. Okay, the schools rank out of F. They average uh, their average test scores are six twenty six percent 
which is 24% lower than the state average and 48% lower than the national average. There's only one school, the uh, it's, it's a charter school, and it was only there was only one school there that rated above 60%, and it ranked at 86, so significantly higher than everyone else. The student teacher to ratio uh, at that school is 22 to one. And generally, uh, it's the student teacher ratio is generally higher in that state in general, uh, in terms of the national average. Now, in terms of uh, back to Pueblo, Pueblo has a has an eighth grade graduation rate of just 81%. And uh, as far as Colorado is concerned, the state pumps out 89% of its kids through eighth grade. And 79, actually 80% of kids will graduate high school lower than the national average of 84%. So tough times going on there as well. I just can't keep stressing it enough. No one's talking about this. And I and I truly, truly don't understand why I think it needs to be addressed. If, if we're going to make things fair, well, I'll make things fair. I'll talk about them. Nobody else will. So I'm going to do it. Let's go to number three. We're gonna go out down down south, of course. I know you guys aren't surprised about this. We're gonna talk about Montgomery, Alabama, and the Cotton State. We already know it's racist down there. I know, I know they're gonna tell you that they love it. I know I got a country accent right now. You can make fun of me. I don't care. I'm just having fun with this first and foremost. But anyways, let's get back to it. Let's be serious about it. They have a Republican mayor, Todd Strange, and their state and federal representation are Republicans. And I don't think Alabama is all that bad. I mean, things have changed, but of course there is some races in there. Just, just giving y'all a heads up just in case y'all have forgot. It ain't never ended. Okay, let's just be real. Uh, not not to drug up anything. I know how people get, but I'm not racist. My family didn't own slaves. Look, I I'm not into that conversation with you. Don't don't do that. The institutions are racist, and the laws and the way that they divvy up jail time is not right, and the wages ain't right, and that's just amongst men compared to women. We're not even talking about race at that point. I already talked to y'all about the, the the pay gap between men and women in these states. So uh, let's let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it pushing. It ain't all like it's that they say it is. In terms of employment, Montgomery, Alabama ranks at a D. Income per capita is $25,488, which is 15% lower than the national average. They have a median income household that is 21% lower than the national average at just over 43 k In terms of the pay gap, yes, I keep saying pay gap. And this is just between men and women. We ain't broke down race yet. So go on with all that. Don't none of that exist. That's how y'all y'all just want to keep burning your head on the sand. And even your white women get paid less than y'all. Stop it. Men get paid three hundred eighty-one, thirty-one thousand. Sorry, three thirty-one thousand eight hundred forty-three dollars a year out here in Alabama. Out there in Alabama, women just take home twenty-three k, uh, just over twenty-three k, twenty-three thousand three hundred sixty-three bucks. So don't come on. That's a significant pay gap. Okay, and that's just probably that's just probably just among white folk. We ain't again. I didn't even bring up race, and it, it is there is a factor too. They don't tell you, but it is. Okay, the unemployment because obviously. Uh, gender is so we know race is if gender is so let's not go there come on now the unemployment rate here in Montgomery Alabama is 5% which is 15% higher than the national average and the poverty level poverty level here excuse me is 23% the schools rate at, rank at an F their average test scores are 30% which is 21% lower than the, the national average and they had an 81% high school graduation rate so again uh, n n you know Poor schools, high unemployment, 
There's a wage gap. This all exists. I know what they're going to tell you. I know what they like to tell you. No, the, the liberals have all the problems. They have the rotten schools. and Okay, well, so do you. So, and obviously, no side has started to change them. I'm more concerned about that than all the political jargon. That's me. But let's move on. We have some more to talk about. This ain't over. We have two more places to go. We're going to go uh, take our journey. We're going to keep our journey down south. This time, we're going to go to Alabama's neighbor. I'm going to go to Mississippi. We're going to go to Biloxi, Mississippi. I think they have some... Oh, I know about Biloxi. They, got the, they used to have a bunch of boxing events out there. They got a little gambling casino, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a little something going on there. Right. Anyways, how uh, cost of living here is a B minus. Housing is an F. Employment. Okay, D minus. Okay, let's just keep it real here. Uh, the, uh, the income per capita is twenty two thousand six hundred forty seven bucks, twenty percent, twenty four percent lower than the national average. The median, the median household income here is take a guess. I, it's below forty thousand dollars. $39,447. That is your median household income out here in Biloxi, Mississippi. That is 21. Actually, yes. No, 29% lower than the national average. In terms of a pay gap, yes, there is one. Uh, men uh, men uh, earn $26,248 a year, while women just take home $19,666 on average. And again, we're not putting in other factors in there as well, like personal like, I just don't like you, which people, I'm telling you, people do. Pay gaps do exist. The numbers don't lie. And the unemployment rate here in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi is 6%. The poverty level here is at 26%. That is 61% higher than the national average. Schools rank at a D minus. They average about 44% on their testing. It's a little bit lower than the national average. They have an 88% graduation rate, though. Oh, excuse me. I, I misread that. It's just 81 and that's lower than the national average of 84, excuse me. They have a, uh, uh, well, that's for eighth grade, for one. They do have an 80% graduation rate from high school as well. Again, below the national average, sorry. Uh, they have 61% of school kids that are economically disadvantaged, with 55% of children receiving free lunch and another 7% receiving reduced lunch. Poor parents, poor school kids, it's a poor situation. But again, I thought this did not exist in conservative cities. Again, that's what they would lead you to believe. They would just rather put down your head. They'd rather deflect and say, well, Baltimore. They'd rather deflect and say, Oakland. They're going to keep deflecting and say, Chicago, Southside. They won't tell you about mm, Fairbanks, Alaska, where you're liable to get raped at a higher rate if you're a woman. They won't tell you about what's going on in Biloxi, Mississippi, where they're going to tell you as a woman, you're going to bring home 19,000 bucks a year. I'm not telling you that. They're not telling you about the unemployment rates of over 5% in a bunch of these cities. They're not going to tell you about the crime rates that are significantly higher in a bunch of different places on this, on this, in this state, in these, in this country. Again, let's go to Biloxi, for example. Biloxi has a crime index of two. You already know what that means. It's only safer than 2% of the cities in this country. But yet, the problem somehow is is every other is is the liberal inner city or the liberal city or what the democrats are doing it's all bs there's all crime everywhere there's there's poor schools 
everywhere. And they're doing nothing but getting our votes and having us fight each other online with these stupid ass comments. Just saying, the crime uh, crime in Biloxi is 147. Just the crime rate is 147, uh, 47% higher than the national average. And the property crime rate is 64.54, which is 171% higher than the national average. So again, what are we saying here? There's crime. There's there's poverty. Who's this, who? Does it really matter which one is worse, or does it? Are we really having this argument where we're all kind of suffering? Mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll let y'all think about that. But before I let y'all go, I'm gonna talk about the number one worst city uh, ran by Republicans and slash conservatives. This one is gonna surprise you. The very worst Republican Republican city is right here in the beautiful sunshine state of California, right there in the fertile Central Valleys. Yes, with a population of over 500,000 people. The city right there in the smack dab middle of everything out there. Fresno, California, the heart of Republicans in California. With a livability rating of 63%. And as far as the government and politics are concerned, the mayor, of course, is a Republican lead brand. Also, uh, they uh, there were at least three other, just in case, you know, you, you weren't sure, or, or, you know, it's California, right? Yeah, this is definitely California, Central California. Uh, the last three mayors, again, have been all Republicans. So this is staunchly Republican. I believe it's been staunchly Republican since the 90s. Uh, the city departments are nonpartisan, though, the, the city council and all that. But the majority of registered voters are Democrat. Go figure. That's a little confusing. How does that work? I don't know. The parties do split the state and the state Senate as well as the state assembly and the U.S. House. So there you go. However, let's just break this city down. They have a cost of living and a housing score of a D slash D plus. So the cost of living is a D. Housing is just a D plus. Obviously, the values are not significantly high. Let's break down those factors. For one, employment is an F. The income per capita is $20,141, which is laughable in California terms. It's 36%, like I said, 36% 36 lower than the California average. That's laughable. That is laughable. You know the state is expensive. Fresno, you got to do better with that income per capita. That is BS. Uh, 32% lower than the national average as well. The median household income is 41, just over 41K. Actually, maybe close to 42K, actually, which is 34% lower than the California average. Again, you're not making nothing. You're making your waste. What's that song called by the far side? Passing me by. Things are, your, things are just passing you by in Fresno, dude. I, I can just imagine. Uh, the pay gap is existing. Yes, it's not as much as other cities, but of course it is there. Uh, males take home 26K uh, and females are taking home just over 21K. Yes, the unemployment rate here in this beautiful California city, because they say California is this and that and the other, 8%. Nobody's working. The poverty level is an absurd 30%. But again, Republicans, they, they, you know, they don't promote this. This is not who they are. This is all the liberals' fault. California, 
Kami this and Kami libtard and na la 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 Antifa Antifa Antifa. Your property rate is thirty percent. And what do you have to do? What do you have to explain? Why? Explain to me, Fresno. If, explain to me how conservatives cannot uh, manage y'all employment and y'all budget and y'all don't take no nothing home on your paychecks. Explain to me, Fairbanks, how women are allowed to just get raped the way they are. Can you do that for me? I don't think so. Let's talk about the F in crime, Wichita. What is up with that? That two that that crime index that's a two why are you only safer than two percent of the cities on this planet why are republicans constantly deflecting stop deflecting answer your own questions first tell me why the body poverty level in fresno your biggest city out here in california is 30 percent, and that's not that's what you claim you're not about you claim that's what the the, the socialists will do they brought the poverty y'all both fought the poverty Get off, get away from us. You have to reform. All you guys need to be drained of a swamp. Republicans and Democrats need a swamp revamp or something. Boo boo. Uh, let's talk about the schools here, which rank at an F, as a, with a lot of these conservative cities do. But they keep telling us that it's. I'm just, let's just talk about the facts. I'm not. I'm, I'm getting into my sentiments. Anyways, there is a 25 to 1 student to teacher ratio. God damn. I just, I just, no, 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 that ain't right, man. I'm just, I'm just listening to all the things, everything. When I read these stats again, I just think about all the things that I've heard in chat rooms and, and all the things that they say on Fox News. 64% of children in Fresno, California are economically uh, disadvantaged and 57% of children receive free lunch. Okay. That's, that's what you have to hear. I'm going to say it here. And the crime, of course, another F, another F for a Republican city. Okay. The crime index is a seven. They have 500, they have 563 crimes per 100,000 people. There are 213 crimes per square mile. The national average is just 88. Explain. Explain, conservatives. Explain how they run amok in your own city. Stop deflecting. Stop it. Stop deflecting to black black areas. Let's just be honest. Stop deflecting. An answer for yourself. Atone for this. Atone. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. This is this is uh anyways, there's a 39, there's a oh, basically a 40% property crime rate here in Fresno as well. So lock your shit up, make sure your shit is protected. Or it ain't gonna make it. And that's America, baby. This is America. There's there's messed up towns. Don't matter. Don't matter who they voted for. Don't matter where they say that they stand. Conservative towns, obviously, I've named you 20 over the course of two weeks that are trash. Don't let these mother don't let these people tell you, oh, liberal and commie and all this. Well, look. The Republicans are rude and they're shysters and they steal all the money. Just like everybody else. They're not, they're not, they're not innocent. Neither are the Democrats. There's you can pinpoint wrongdoing by both sides. And honestly, we need to stop buying into it. I'm just saying, obviously, we have crime here, we have poor schools here, and uh, wage gaps up the yin yang. Let's stop playing here. Let's let's keep it like it is. Let's tell it like it is. It's the rich elite that we've allowed to infiltrate our government which is putting us in this situation it's not it's not a it's not an argument of 
conservative and liberal. That's BS. That's all BS. And we're falling for it every day. Ain't no such thing anymore to me in all reality. I'm sorry. I've seen Fs for, for conservative cities. I've seen Fs for, for liberal cities in all these different categories. So what does it really come down to? Does it really make a difference? No. It really doesn't. And I think it's time for people to let the stereotypes go. And I will be part of the movement to help that. We're going to stomp out stereotypes in 2020. We're gonna, I'm going to become the equal opportunity hater. Everybody, everybody gets shade. For she should get shade from now on. Everybody gets shade. Everybody getting. No, I'm just joking. I'm taking it too far now. All right, y'all. I'm gonna wrap it up for today. This was quite fun for me. Again, this was extensive, and I had to bring out the notes for y'all, and it was fun. I had a great time. I do have another Halloween review coming up for you guys later on this week. I'll be reviewing Carrie. I'll have that for you guys. Uh, I, I'm like again. Um, I was thinking about maybe double shotting today and maybe putting out a sports episode, giving uh, giving you guys an update of what's going on in college football with a new top 25 uh we got some uh, nfl news to go over as well as of course some scores uh probably i might just skip the scores so much maybe just highlight uh some monday night football if i get to you guys tonight and um if not then of course this will all be tomorrow morning so i'll give you guys some highlights over the course of the week and then of course three takeaways from this week uh from the last week from week six three questions for week seven of course we have a power rankings to some power rankings rankings to go over as well and of course uh the world series has been uh has been set uh we have the astros facing off against the 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 nationals excuse me so we got to break that down as well of course we'll be going over my predictions so it's a lot to get through this week and um i'm gonna stay on top of it of course uh I had uh, the migraine going. It really wasn't, you know, right for me yesterday to do a whole lot. So now I'm up. I'm ready to go. So I might even be able to double shot you guys and get you guys some sports talk tonight. If not, just uh, take a look out for me tomorrow. I'll just I'll just give you guys a friendly reminder. So keep a lookout for that. Either way, um, yeah, this is your man El Jamal signing out once again. If you're uh, looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is E L J Butler 75 at gmail.com eljbutler75 excuse me at gmail.com i also have a facebook page and an instagram page as well you can look me up there at l jamal johnny that is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i once again that is l jamal johnny e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i i also got a facebook page for the show as well you can look that up at never out of bounds Court Shaw, this is your man once again, El Jamal, signing out. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love, and I'll highlight y'all later.